0: You were found unconscious in your car.
1: Hey, my arms aren't tied up. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> thank you. Thank
0: you. Don't thank me. Thank this knife. Because you shouldn't, like you shouldn't like that! You shouldn't like that! You shouldn't like that! You shouldn't like that! Hello, and welcome to another episode of That So Random, a Random Movie podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. My guest this episode, back again, Lisa Germino. Now, we, we had a bit of fun last time she was on, uh, talking about how she had only, she's only she been on three or four times and had only gotten good movies. So I said, I'm going to find a bad movie for you. And boy, boy, did I come through.
1: Oh, you pulled through.
0: <laughs> In fact, I would go so far as to, I would like, first off, to apologize to you for making you watch this. Also, to every other movie I've ever said or hinted at on this show as possibly being the worst movie I would ever do, because this is the worst movie I will ever do. (laughs) Uh, Joker's Poltergeist from the year 2015. (laughs) Where do we... You know, I, I want to talk about this movie so little. I want to, before we even get into it, I want to take a minute and go back to when you were on the Thor episode, we did a long... Uh, discussion and rant sort of about uh, the MCU and the discourse around the MCU. Uh, You're going to see Eternals as soon as you're done with this. Great movie. Enjoy. I want to extend that rant a little bit because I have something to say. (laughs) Go for it. Movie critics, the same ones who have made sure that, or have made it so that every MCU movie so far has had at worst a 62% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right? So, as much as they bitch and moan and complain, they wind up liking them. And then they go back to bitching and moaning and complaining. Have spent the last 10 years saying, God, Marvel, give us something different. And Eternals came out and they gave you something very different. And you said, oh, No, that's the worst one yet. They cannot be pleased. Not like that. Stop Not trying like to. That. Stop trying to please movie critics. It can't be done. They are ridiculous, self important, fickle mush heads. Oh, all of your. Attempts at diversity have been lip service. This one's not. The Marvel movies are completely sex free. This one's not. Oh, the character inter- the character interactions have no, de- this one does. They literally gave you everything you have been asking for and complaining about for the last decade and it's not fucking good enough for you. Eat my entire ass. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Anyway, I won't say anything else because you haven't seen it yet, but...
1: No, it's okay. I, I know some of the discourse, obviously, because it's just infuriating. And, I mean, I have my own comments about everything you just said, which is that the vast majority of those, of those complaints are, are idiotic anyway, but they're super extra idiotic now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's, I don't, I don't know, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I was just, it's been... Good. The last week, it's, or I guess, I don't know, since I saw it, Tuesday night has been... Boiling inside me when I saw 51%. Are you kidding me? This is, I'm telling you, it's one of the best MCU movies, and they've decided it's the worst, and I just can't anymore. I can't. I can't. Nope. <sighs> nope. Anywho, from good movie to a bad movie, Joker's Poltergeist, also known as Joker's Wild, depending on where you look, also known as American Haunting 4 colon, Joker's Poltergeist, whatever. This probably won't mean much to a ton of my listeners, maybe, but I know you listen to god-awful movies where <laughs> you might recognize from that the name Ken Del Vecchio, who is yep. a gentleman, and I use this term loosely, gentleman, who, alongside strange, shitty horror movies like this, has also made a number of right-wing Christian, uh, particularly anti-abortion movies, two of them. One called The Life Zone, which I'm going to very quickly break down the plot of that movie for you. (laughs) It's basically three pregnant women find themselves kidnapped and trapped in sort of a Saw-type torture porn dungeon by Robert Loja, who turns out to be the devil because they are in purgatory. Two of the women decide to have their babies and get to go to heaven. The last woman decides, no, I still want an abortion and is sent to hell, and her punishment in hell is to for eternity keep having this baby over and over again. So (laughs) that's the kind of movie this gentleman writes and directs. Uh, There's a sequel to that movie called uh, Cries of the Unborn, which I believe they also talked about on God awful movies. Great show, sort of a sequel. Whereas if those women hadn't been in heaven or hell, it's the same women, but they are now on trial for No, because they were kidnapped by people, and the people who kidnapped them are on trial, and the decision that the movie and the jury in that trial make is that the people who kidnapped the pregnant women should not go to prison because they saved those babies' lives by kidnapping them and making them have their babies. So that's where the discourse is at for Ken Delvecchio, who also uh, failed, is a failed uh, Senate candidate. He ran for Senate and failed miserably, as far as I know. He's a lawyer. He's written law book. Like, this is a lawyer and he used to be a judge. This is the guy you want sitting on the bench,
1: I guess. He's also made movies, uh, scurrilous movies about uh, Obama.
0: Yes, he made Obama nude, which was him playing. <laughs> this is a fat white guy playing uh, Barack Obama in college where he just like. Smokes weed and does cocaine, and then takes over the world. <laughs> it
1: may or may not be influenced by the devil. It's a little bit. It's quite unclear. And he stars in his own movies all the time. And the way mm-hmm. I described it as, he seems to have two tracks. He seems to make overtly Christian anti-abortion propaganda and slightly less overtly Christian right-wing Second Amendment propaganda.
0: Yeah, he also did a movie that is it, well, so
1: with 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 boobies and guns. The second half? Yeah. Horror movies with movies and
0: guns. Very strange. He also did a movie whose name I can't recall, but it's supposedly a pro-gay marriage movie where it's actually kind of sound... I don't know. I almost want to watch it just because I I can't imagine. But it's a lesbian couple, a (laughs) lesbian couple, one of whom pretends to be a man so that they can get married, but it's supposedly a pro-gay marriage, which from this guy... I'll believe it when I fucking see it. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second.
1: No, that just sounds like an excuse to have two bo- two sets of boobies on the screen at any time. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Anyway, at a merciful seventy three minutes, Joker's Poltergeist is still twenty minutes too long.
1: <laughs> it's felt like four hours. That oh my felt god. like god. Lo- it's felt longer than Endgame.
0: And we're gonna burn through this shit fast because I, honest to oh, yeah. God, don't want to talk about this movie. <laughs> It is.
1: You just got it. You got it. <laughs>
0: it's genuinely abysmal. Like, it's... For, for anyone who watches... I'm also going to apologize to anyone who watches the movies along with the show, because you, I really gave you more than you can handle on this one, I think. Uh, let's start our discussion of Joker's Poltergeist. Well, I guess we already started talking about uh, Ken Vecchio, but let's continue it uh, by talking about the very premise of this movie, which came out three years after the Aurora, Colorado dark night mass shooting in a movie theater and which this movie is shamelessly cashing in on and oh, using it the
1: lead character
0: and the name of the main character is Aurora in case you didn't get it everybody and uses this platform to be a pro second amendment movie it's mind-boggling the thought process that went into this it's disgusting and other adjectives as well <laughs>
1: it's it was it was so like you're watching it and i was like there who thought this was a good idea like what literally was going through anybody's head when they made this movie because it's like did they think it's cle-? it's one of those things where you're watching it almost with the sensation of of it's it's fascinating in that way like did somebody think this was clever <laughs> what
0: yeah i'm sure he did but he is yeah. incorrect Yeah, so the movie starts. There's a screening going on of a movie called Joker's Wild. And there's, everybody's, apparently it's the sequel. Everybody knows this thing, so it must be the sequel to some other Joker movie. And yeah, basically the, what happened sort of, well, not exactly, but a mass shooting takes place at this screening, a guy in a Joker mask. Everybody's kind of dressed up and has makeup, you know. Everybody's really celebrating this thing. But before it can even start, there's Aurora and her dad, who's played by, oh, what's his name? Um it down
1: uh her dad's played by uh crease the guy who was in cobra kai yes the guy from
0: karate kid who played
1: yeah
0: creasy or crease or whatever uh plays her dad and aurora and they're giving a speech about because they're it's having its premiere or whatever at the palace theater that they own this i I mean it's a nice theater Uh, i feel i don't know who he suckered into letting them letting him use this as their one and only it's location an old, but
1: it's an yeah it's an old school theater like you look at it and you're like i i wouldn't think that a lot of people today would know that movie theaters used to look like that and i'm like it probably is a concert hall somewhere because he's shot it in new jersey but it's a concert hall somewhere in new jersey that hasn't been used in months and they were like oh yeah you can have it for the week or something you know for 500 bucks right just don't break anything yeah because yeah very old school like huge one screen you know
0: And the balcony ornate. and yeah,
1: yeah it looks like phantom of the opera would be hanging out there you know
0: what they would call a movie house when they used to i mean it's kind of a thing fargo has the fargo theater which isn't maybe quite as, as big as the one in this movie but it's it's a nice theater too yeah my first note is her fucking name is aurora question mark
1: and I, hor- just horror just horror
0: So, yeah, this guy in a Joker mask shoots the place up with a silenced Uzi, it looks like, but he's shooting one shot at a time, but kills a bunch of people, kills most of the people, and kills Aurora's dad as well before this guy William runs in with his own gun and shoots this guy. Now, throughout the movie, we're going to see clips of Aaron Roberts, who, don't worry about it, he will do your movie. (laughs) Don't bother emailing his agent, just, I don't know. Just ask him. He'll do your movie. He's...
1: I've seen a fencing movie, a movie about fencing, Olympic fencing, starring him and F. Murray Abraham. F. Murray Abraham is the romantic, sexy lead.
0: Wow. I, I, yeah. bet, it, I and it was, bet it was better than this, though.
1: <laughs> it was, but not that much.
0: Wow. So, yeah, we keep seeing clips... Especially up on the big screen at the movie house, as the movie goes on, of Eric Roberts, it's crazy that this movie came out before Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, because his entire monologues throughout this movie sound so much like dialogue from that movie. It's crazy.
1: It sounded like it was cribbed from the script, or that the script of Joker cribbed from this.
0: That's that's where my brain went. I was like, did someone, yeah. <laughs> did someone, did the people who wrote. The Joker movie. Watch this movie, cause he's. It's basically just the we live in a society shit, you know.
1: But just really briefly, before we go into the content of that, like I've made my fair share. I've made my fair share of low budget films, and I cannot figure out the choice that they made with this, where she takes phone calls from people. And the person she's talking to appears on the big screen of the theater behind her as though her phone is hooked up to the Wi-Fi of the projector, which isn't a freaking thing, right? But it's like, and then every once in a while, various other things, and I'm like, I, I can't figure out why they made that decision. I was like, were they trying to save time? It doesn't save time. They still shoot all the stuff. That, why didn't they just edit to that? Is it, Are they trying to save, like, do they just not want to edit to another? Like, because this this... This editor was apparently a four year old on Ritalin with a pair of safety scissors, as far as I can tell, like physically cutting film. And it's like, I'm like, I, I was, every time that happened, I'm like, why are you doing this? What's the point? There has to have been a point. I can't figure out what it was. You're not selling. I was like, my, my production manager brain was going, why the whole time?
0: Yeah, and my movie theater manager brain looked at the projector that they have in this movie and went, oh. That's the exact same projector I deal with every single day, and you know what it doesn't do? Hook up to your laptop via (laughs) Wi-Fi. It does not do that. I
1: can usually, I can usually tell in low-budget films when they made a decision to save an edit space or a location or something like that, and I'm like, and this doesn't seem to do any of that. And I'm like, it was just, it was just every every time it happened, it kicked me right out of the movie. Not that I was really invested in the movie to begin with, but every every time it happened, I was like, "But, but 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 why are you doing that? What what? What is? It's it's in, it's either incompetence or you're making a decision that's so bizarre I literally can't parse it. Anyway, sorry. I just, it no, I was crazy. I was I'm gonna get there.
0: Um, yeah, so sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, we can jump. Who gives a shit? We can jump around. Um, so this massacre happens. We cut to a year later. Uh, Aurora is attempting to reopen the theater, which the mayor, who's played by Kendo Vecchio Is looking to, I guess, demolish Solely because a massacre happened there And I guess because it's old But it's like her family legacy Like, no, that's not going to happen I'm going to open this theater The first thing that's going to happen when we reopen Is going to be this public debate Between the mayor And our, I guess, senator? Is that what he is?
1: Yeah, I think he's a senator He's some government dude
0: A debate on the Second Amendment Because the mayor's... I because she wants to reopen the theater with armed guards and open carry at the theater and the mayor's like that's a terrible idea you're not going to do that i won't allow it and the senator's on her side and she also has her sort of support group of the other survivors from that night um who are going to be coming that day i guess just to hang out or i guess to come to the debate as well but and by public debate i mean nine people show up <laughs> It's also very difficult to tell in this movie what actually happened, what's a dream, what's a... Because it jumps in and out and back and forth into dream sequences, inside of dream sequences, and then the ending winds up going back to the middle, and it's... None of it makes a lick of fucking sense.
1: I wanted Deadpool to show up and start talking to the screen <laughs> so I could understand what was going on about halfway through. Anything... Just like, please, can someone explain what's going on?
0: anything to help me pay attention yeah her laptop whether she's taking like like uh, FaceTime calls or watching a birthday DVD that her father made her which is him in a clown mask saying stupid shit like (laughs) happy birthday here's your present it's me rambling about nothing yeah anything she shows on her plays on her laptop shows up on the big screen which yeah is not a thing Oh, Martin Cove, that's the guy's name, the guy who played Creasy. Martin
1: Cove, excuse me, right, yeah.
0: Now now that this year has passed, uh, the guy who shot the mass murderer and saved the day, theoretically, is now engaged to Aurora. His name is William. He is an insufferable turd who looks like dollar store Dominic (laughs) Monaghan.
1: Yeah, he's one of those guys you can tell clearly peaked in senior year of high school and he's just desperate to get back there
0: and he has made his own vernacular the only example of which we get is that he uses the word nude to replace the word cool and un-nude to replace the word uncool which is six-year-olds aren't that stupid <laughs> like
1: it's, that's
0: some I'm middle i'm surprised
1: stu- it wasn't boobs i'm surprised it wasn't hey boobs uh, or cool or
0: that's some grade school shit man Huh. so William and Aurora are like they crash out on I guess she's just put some blankets or something down in the office. There's
1: a cot. There's a cot or something yeah. in the office, yeah.
0: So they're sleeping. Shocking actually that there wasn't a sex scene here, all things considered. But they're sleeping and she wakes up in the hospital. Like tied like cuffed, hands tied down to the bed and she's like what is going on? She's got a big bruise on her head. The mayor is there for some reason, and he's like, oh, hey, you've got a, you know, a head injury. you got to be mellow. And she's like, where's William? Where's William? He's like, no, William's the one who like hits you with the gun. And the nurse comes in, and she's like, yeah, gun, head injuries with guns are very dangerous. And she's like, no, let me out, let me out. And then they all start chanting at her, you shouldn't like guns. You shouldn't like guns. Because she's been backing up a second. She's been walking around the theater as she's vacuuming and trying to reopen it, she has a gun on her person and any noise that she hears or a door that moves, she's got this gun out.
1: And which... they keep trying to apply, there's like something spooky like knocking over chairs and stuff or opening a door and she's like, so that's the poltergeist, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, the idea of a poltergeist gets dropped very quickly, <laughs> a haunting oh, yeah. perhaps, oh, yeah, but like... a poltergeist is a very specific kind of haunting and that stops immediately. But yeah, they're chanting at her, you shouldn't like guns, you shouldn't like guns.
1: It was so subtle. so subtle. It's
0: incredibly subtle. And, which, they have a point. <laughs> like, I get it. She's never going to be a victim again. I don't, I have no problem with her. The idea of her, like, that's never going to happen to me again. I'm going to have a gun on me at all times. I get it. That's fine. I understand that concept. But it's trying to say that, like, in general, people shouldn't be their response to it's silly that your response to a mass shooting is I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. It's so stupid. You know, I think you get what I'm trying to say.
1: They're they're trying they're trying to imply that uh, if you're involved in a mass shooting, uh, you're being brainwashed by being told that that mass sh- that that anyone who doesn't like guns after a mass shooting is being brainwashed by people who actually want you to be weak and helpless.
0: Yeah, that sums it up pretty good. (laughs) But it makes sense that on one hand it kinda makes sense to me that you would always want a gun so that would never happen to you again, but on the other hand, I would understand that if that the sight of a gun might send you into a catatonic state after an event like that. Like, you know?
1: Yeah, everyone's gonna react differently, but it's just like it's 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 yeah, everyone's gonna react differently to that kind of trauma, but by that same token, like the answer is probably never going to be, oh just like tell them that they have to have a gun, which seems to be the uh, the implication that they want like everyone has to have a gun at all times. Seems to be their 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 decided solution to it.
0: Yeah, the more <laughs> the moral of the movie is, look, mass shootings are just going to happen. So more guns is what we need. Which of course is yeah, always the answer of yeah. second amendment idiots, but it particularly is silly in this movie because the guy who saved the day with his own gun turns out at the end of the movie to be a villain who then turns the gun on himself so whatever you were trying to imply kind of fell down the stairs and broke its neck because you just proved your own point wrong
1: (laughs) it is impossible to describe the incoherence of the philosophy quote unquote of this movie of this script like it again i don't know whether i don't know how much of it is the incredibly bad editing i don't know how much of it is incredibly bad everything but it's just like it is incoherent on on every level you know dialogue film wise technically it's it's incoherence is the theme as far as i can tell
0: so she wakes up from this dream william has to go to the bathroom you would think he would know this building but he's like hey is there a bathroom on this floor like, you should know that your fiance's building but whatever he goes to go to the bathroom she's wandering around she sees more clowns and then she wakes up again also again in a hospital bed but this time not tied down and the mayor is there <laughs> again again and he she's like oh my hands aren't tied down this time and he's like no you're like we found you in your car unconscious you're fine and then and she goes thank you And it, it's the funniest unintentionally the one the funniest thing I've seen all month I guess the month is young but and then she looks over and he has a clown mask on and he goes don't thank me thank this knife and starts stabbing her while chanting you shouldn't like guns you shouldn't like guns <laughs> it's hilarious
1: it was the only inadvertent well not the only, it was the funniest, inadvertently funniest thing in the entire movie. It was the best piece of filmmaking in the entire movie. And, and then, it's supposed to be terrifying.
0: And then she wakes up again. So it was a dream inside of a dream inside of a who fucking knows. But while
1: it was a Deadpool, I need a Deadpool.
0: While William was in the bathroom, like a gun just like clacked on the floor near his feet and he looked behind him and the clown was there in the doorway and then it was gone. But that was also the gun- during the gun her dream, the gun? right? Yeah. Say, say. Did the clown
1: throw the gun? Did he drop the, the was that William's gun that he didn't know he had in his boxer shorts? Did the clown slide the gun across the bathroom floor to his victim just to startle him? Because the the clown just turns around and walks away and nothing happens with the gun or the clown.
0: Well, nothing happens should be the tagline for this fucking movie. <laughs> because by the time we're done. But, and I kind of nothing I happened
1: I cannot express how much these clown the, the various clowns are clearly like somebody got into the Halloween um, adventure store right before uh, it closed on the last day after Halloween you know, like like about today like November 5th where they're about to go like pouring out of business and just bought all of the random clown masks that nobody wanted it's so yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, you would think that just throw some makeup on these people would be cheaper but no everybody's gotta have a mask so
1: Oh, well, it's pretty clear to me that the reason I did that is that at least half of those guys are the male characters we meet later.
0: <laughs> yes. 100%. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Before we, when, I won't do this until we get to the end, but I have to have a quick minute about the credits, which I'm sure you do too, but yeah. Oh, I have we'll notes about the, end, the credits, like, let me
0: tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so at this point, so Aurora, Eric Roberts keeps appearing on the screen. And doing his, for no reason. we live in a society rant that sounds like it was stolen in the Joker movie, but it came out first. And it takes quite a while before we come to understand that he was the shooter. I thought he was the guy who made the Joker's wild movie. And that was like his video presentation at the beginning of like, hey everybody, thanks for seeing my movie. Here's what I, blah, blah, blah. But it's not that. It's a video, it's like a video that he left behind the night he died or whatever when he shot up the Cedar.
1: And nobody reacts to his, no one reacts to seeing him as though he's the shooter. No one reacts with like, you know, excessive, like, if, if I was involved in a mass shooting and I'm in a movie theater and the voice and the face of the guy who wasn't who did the mass shooting just suddenly appeared for no reason because nobody activates it, so it's random times, I would be having a mental breakdown. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be in that theater, I would be out on the street like three blocks away.
0: Yeah, once the support group shows up and it's happening and they see it, they kind of, they definitely have, they react, but not, yeah, probably not as strongly as they should either. But yeah, he, I guess his motive was that, I mean, on top of being just crazy, he was, he used to be part owner of the theater or something and her dad cut him out and then also testified against him in court. But what what that test, what that court case, what the testimony was, we are never told. So I
1: that
0: make, was I make heads or tails. that yeah, was his. So the shootout, the shooting was his revenge, I guess. Uh, there's a guy named Maurice who shows up, talks to Aurora. I guess he's sort of a handyman guy who's making sure all the lights work and stuff. He wanders into the auditorium, and he, he he's ghost propositioned, <laughs> sort of, <laughs> because he hears what he hears Aurora's voice. He thinks calling down from the booth, like, "Hey, I bet you have a nice." cock. Come up here and I'll suck your cock. He's like, that doesn't sound like Aurora, but I guess I'll go check it out. (laughs) Like, that's out of character for her, but I'd be silly not to investigate.
1: Wasn't he, like, just, he was queer-coded as well. Like, wasn't they were, like, trying to imply that he was gay? I don't know. He he was was dressed
0: kind of flashy flashy and she was kind of making fun of his clothes, but I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't know. It didn't make any sense.
0: (laughs) But, so he goes up to the booth and gets a clown appears and stabs him
1: to death. He's
0: never seen again. They never find his body.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has no purpose to be in the film, other At... than I suspect he backed their Kickstarter.
0: That <laughs> could be, or just to get the body count up, or so that something is happening for this this five minutes of the movie, because nothing's gonna happen for a long time.
1: And I cannot emphasize how terrible the special effects makeup is here, because like uh-huh. earlier they showed some of the gunshots that were like just somebody like Dropped. like made um like a little c- crater like like a moon crater and then dropped it on someone's skull and painted blood on it. And like that, that's not what a gunshot one looks like. But the the special effect of him getting his throat slit, like the the skin where the throat is getting cut, where the blood bag is bursting out, is three shades lighter than his actual skin. <laughs> yes. So it's like like I have people I know who are in the first year of film school who could have made a better like I can hook you up, Ken. I can
0: hook you up. Come on, man. <laughs> well, yeah, this was directed by a different guy, a guy named Lind, but they're like buddy buddies or whatever. But yeah, and then later okay, when yeah, the Lind- girl gets her when the girl gets her head crushed, it just looks like somebody smashed a ketchup packet on the top of her head under her wig or something. It's all very silly. Aurora's support group shows up, and they everybody they give each other hugs. They're sitting in the auditorium just chit chatting about. You know, oh, how's everybody doing? Me and William are engaged. Great. Oh, you know, um, the one, all
1: very thin, very sad acting white people.
0: Yes. There's uh, the I don't remember her name, but the one girl in the sundress who is very, let's say, chesty, <laughs> and not, you know, I mean she's and Definitely you you
1: cast for her bra size, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you the second you see her, you go, oh, we're gonna see her moves later. I guarantee it (laughs) somehow, some way, because also during sort of the flash, there's little flashbacks to that night where I guess her sister, it turns out who was painted like half her body was painted black, which I guess was part of the clown thing is blowing some dude, but we don't know who that dude is. We don't know anything about her other than she was completely naked somewhere in the movie theater, blowing a dude before she got shot.
1: I honestly thought that was Aurora for
0: quite a while. Yeah, it's hard to say. It wasn't, but yeah, yeah, it's this other girl's sister who died. Yeah, and here's where... So the mayor arrives with his wife, the senator's there, and I guess by public debate, it's really just... It's her support group and a bunch of people who also want to see this theater torn down. Like, everyone's against her and the senator. But yeah, we have a...
1: I can't stress more how all of these people are clearly the friends and family of the crew who got bullied into it possibly with the we'll, we'll buy you a pizza.
0: <laughs> Probably. But yeah, and in the middle and of... Same
1: people, and they're the same people from the movie, the, the beginning of the movie. They're yes. the same people from the, the exact same group of people just some of them aren't in makeup from the actual mass shooting scene at the beginning of the movie. It's the same people.
0: And they also show up in the Later when the screen is showing like, oh, that's all the people who were killed and they're saying liar, liar over and over. One of whom is Dustin Diamond, who is, when you look at Tubi, is third build in the cast when it says starring whoever. And he is in it for two and a half seconds. It's a shot of (laughs) Dustin Diamond amongst shots of a bunch of other people saying liar. And then that is the only time you see Dustin Diamond. Good old
1: screech. I have a feeling you got into a R.I. fight R.I. with Stan and got cut out of the movie. <laughs> I, I don't. have a feeling like he got into a fight with him and got cut out of the movie. That's what it looks like to me.
0: <laughs> it's, so... none of it. I don't understand any of it. But here's where we have, yeah, we have a pro Second Amendment debate happening in the middle of this movie that is invoking the Aurora, Colorado tragedy, and it's all very disgusting and then while this as the debate is winding down a porno starts playing on the screen some weird illuminati based pornography in which the mayor is a character kendo vecchio is in there's just there's a there's a naked woman who's it's a couple different the dialogue is all the same couple but it shows like three different couples just railing each other up against windows and shit
1: I think it's from a different movie of his.
0: It looks, that was my thought. This looks yeah. like something cut from another movie. Yeah. And just spliced like he in here for two, no reason. He
1: has two tracks. He has two tracks. He has the overt Christian stuff and he has the horror movies with boobs and guns that are also overt right wing. Uh, obviously, I'm like, either that's from another movie and they just reused it or it was something that got cut from another movie. Yeah.
0: But that starts playing everybody freaks out they're like oh my god get that off the screen i can't believe that this oh this film like come on you're grown-ups there's no children here and they think maurice is up because they don't know Maurice's dad they think maurice is up there messing around so they're trying to they run up to the booth and nobody's up there he probably sees a no, clown or something yeah and then
1: yeah. randomly clowns show up doing stuff and nobody ever really ever talks to each other about it. Like, everyone sees these, William sees them, and they never actually go, hey, did you just see that clown? Which is what, you know, everyone, every living, rational human would be. Like, hey, this is doing the clown mess. Maybe we should get the hell out of here.
0: It's because we (laughs) don't know what's a dream and what's not. Yeah. Because I, I think that William seeing the clown in the bathroom when the gun got dropped wasn't, didn't even happen. That was part of her dream.
1: I think it wasn't, but I'm not. I'm not sold either way. Like, because there's I no would. wait way to tell from a movie.
0: Yeah, you would think that the two of them, trauma victims of this massacre, if they're hanging out in the theater and they get separated, he goes to the bathroom, she's in the office, and they both see a fucking clown with a gun in the theater, they might mention it to each other. Yeah. Hey, nope.
1: Did you see these guys who murdered everybody? He seems to be back.
0: <laughs> oh my God so then so they are this porno stops eric roberts is back on the screen jaw 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 blah 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 a bunch of clowns enter from the back and start killing everybody they kill the mayor they kill a bunch of the other people none of whose bought none of their bodies are ever seen again it's like bodies just vanish because we have the support group is running around the theater the rest of the movie and they're never tripping over any dead bodies but yeah the mayor is killed and aurora for all her talk of needing this gun, has clearly not had enough training with this gun because she gets surrounded by clowns and she pulls it out. All these clowns have guns pointed at her and she doesn't shoot anybody. She's just pointing it at them, wide-eyed, useless. She's useless with this gun. And then, somehow, when the projector starts again, she's like, I'll stop that. And from 80 feet away, bullseyes this projector through the projector window. Like, Like bullseye. I don't if,
1: know. If, yeah. If, if that had been a, one of the male characters, I would have assumed that that was written into his contract. Say, yeah, but I have to look like a badass with a gun. Maybe with her too? I don't know.
0: I don't know. And then two seconds later, she wastes her last three bullets trying to shoot a fire door open. <laughs> Which, this woman does not know what she's doing with guns, and yet somehow she made that incredible shot. So it's a little inconsistent, her skills with weaponry. Yep. But then the whole meeting was just a dream because she wakes up sitting in an auditorium seat and only no one's there except the support group. So the mayor wasn't actually killed. The debate hasn't even happened yet or something. Yep. God bless if you can figure it out.
1: the, The way the time passes in this movie is random and may occasionally go backwards. There may be a wormhole involved. I don't know.
0: Yeah, then we get the support group is freaking out. They're trying to figure. The doors are locked. They're locked in, and then a reel starts playing on the on the up on the big screen of all the victims, all the people who died in the massacre, saying one more is evil, one more is evil, and liar, liar, liar you know. Yeah. None of them know what that means. They decide
1: it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's never coherently made obvious as to who they're calling a liar. Are they calling Eric Roberts a liar? Are they calling Aurora a liar who hasn't actually said anything about the massacre other than that it happened? Who are they calling a liar? Is it is it is it her dad? Is like like it's no makes no sense.
0: Yeah, we'll find out. But oh, Jillian is the girl. Yeah, she wanders off. The, their whole thing is like we have to get up to the balcony. There's an escape hatch on the roof. We can get out of here, and maybe if we get out, she's already decided that like. Oh, all the spirits of the victims are here. That's what's going on. And maybe if we physically leave the theater through this hatch to the roof, then their spirits can also escape. Like, she has this all figured yeah. out, she thinks. So it's like, okay, I gotta get up to the balcony. Can anybody lift me up there? Because we can't. The auditorium doors are locked. We can't get up.
1: Phone? Why does nobody have a phone? Also, no one
0: has a phone. There is that. <laughs>
1: why, is, why is that? What's, it's the modern age. Why is that? Um, uh,
0: and then Jillian, wa- despite all the doors supposedly being locked so that they cannot leave the auditorium, Jillian wanders off into a hallway. And the next thing you know, she's being attacked by a clown. Well, the clown blinds her. Like, she's like, oh my God, these are the victims, right? So under that mask, are you my sister? And he, like, blows, like a pro wrestler, he, like, blows dust in her face. And she's like, oh God. And she's stumbling blind to the bathroom where she is just suddenly nude and yep. half painted like her sister. Because I told you we would see her breasts. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then... There's
1: no way we weren't going to see her
0: breasts. And then a the clown comes in and, like, squishes her head and blood shoots out. So Jillian is dead outside of the auditorium that they weren't supposed to be able to get out of. And none of it That's matters nice. because you didn't know... I mean, you didn't know anything about her anyway except she has nice breasts and a dead sister. That's all you needed to
1: know. Yeah. And like I said, half the time when they showed either her or her sister, I thought it was the same actress who played Aurora. <laughs> yeah. Half the time. I'm like, is that who is that? I can't, cause oh, cause this movie is so badly lit as well. Like they were trying to use look like looks like they were trying to use like practical lights within the building a lot. Obviously, because I assume they couldn't afford a single click- you know, a single light with a stand anywhere. And it's like, so anything that's dark is is so dark you can't actually see it. And anything that's supposed to be lit is is almost looks like it was lit with natural light. And it's like, I saw I have seen porn from the early '90s that was better lit than this movie. Clown porn from the early '90s that was better lit than this movie.
0: Yeah, which yeah, yeah everything about this—the production <laughs> value—is is lower than pornography.
1: Yep.
0: When they're trying to, this made me laugh too. When they're trying to, when they're like, "Oh God, we can't get the doors open." Xavier's bright idea is, "We'll smash the walls down." What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> you can't do get you have through a door. That? You're gonna smash through the wall, Kool Aid Man? What the fuck are you talking about? That is nonsense you're saying.
1: I would have loved to have seen holes in the drywall after this. Just like <laughs> random holes in the drywall, they just—they don't even mention it. You just run past a wall. And there's just like random holes in the drywall. Oh God, man, that's not gonna work. Stop doing that.
0: God, <laughs> in the middle of a conversation, right, right as I think it's right after Jillian's killed and they're talking about smashing the walls down, we just hard cut to aurora is laying on the floor not in the theater anymore i think she's in a hospital or something and she's wandering through the hallway and then the mayor appears and is killed with an axe so you're like wait so now she's dreaming again in the middle of (laughs) does she have narcolepsy why does she keep falling asleep i don't understand it's all nonsense there's
1: a Um, profound misunderstanding of biology on every level (laughs) in this movie
0: and then when we cut back out of that dream, she's just up in the balcony that they could not figure out how to get up to. She's just all by herself, sleeping in a balcony seat. The three remaining friends of hers are up on the stage and they're like, oh shit, she's up in the balcony. Yeah, well yeah, how did you miss that? <laughs> she got up there they somehow. I thought that
1: she was the clown. I thought they were trying to imply at this point that she was the clown. Despite you know, the fact that the, the big clown was like a foot and a half taller than she was. I thought at this point they were trying to imply that she was the one who was cuz at one point when the clown's holding a gun to her head it cuts back and it's actually she's holding a gun to her own head. Yeah,
0: which and goes like, nowhere. I think
1: they were trying to imply that she was the shooter now or something, you know? And I'm like, but they're just really bad at it. Which you know, would be to apply that?
0: Which would be something. It
1: would at least be interesting. You know.
0: That would be yeah. a piece of writing. Even if you're bad at it, you tried.
1: But it no, like it's not bad. It's just to, random like, shit. Trying to do Yeah, trying to do Black Swan, but not understanding what was actually creepy about
0: Black Swan. So, they're trying to, they're like, oh, Aurora's up in the balcony. I don't know how that happened, but whatever. We got to get up there now, too. And William's bright idea is, here's what we're going to do. You guys are going to make a pyramid like cheerleaders, and I'm going to climb on your back. But his idea is to put the girl on the bottom? He tells Sarah to get (laughs) get down, and Xavier (laughs) to... (laughs) He wants Sarah on the bottom, he wants Xavier to climb onto sarah and then he's going to climb onto xavier and xavier's like no no i should be on the bottom that's not going to work why would you put sarah on the bottom and he is so <laughs> vehement about it he's like no then he punches xavier in the face like no listen to me the girl has to be on the bottom why
1: <laughs> oh it was obviously someone thought it was a super clever sex game uh,
0: god knows i don't know
1: that, that was the only that was my only explanation for that uh, my only oh, my explanation god, is thought that was a super Clever,
0: sexual. William is an idiot. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when your screenplay is written by an idiot, all your characters are idiots, and that's just the way it goes. Yeah,
1: none of your characters can be smarter than the guy who wrote the script, is basically is the unfortunate reality there.
0: But there's more running around. Xavier gets disemboweled. He runs into a clown who stabs him, and then, as he's laying there, reaches in and pulls his starts pulling his intestines out. So, goodbye through Xavier. His
1: clothes, I thought. I thought it was through his clothes. He's still fully clothes. No, he, that he put, any skin. He got stabbed in this through his t-shirt as far as I could
0: tell. Yeah, the clown like reaches in like crunchy, like in yeah, there in like, the hole that he made and what, starts, yeah.
1: If, I didn't even remember there being a hole. Let's just put it that way. It just seemed like he was like reaching through the guy's t-shirt to grab his intestines.
0: Titi. And then Sarah falls backwards off the stage because she's startled by something. And then William strangles her to death for no real reason, which Aurora sees from a distance and is like, oh shit, William just killed Sarah. And it all clicks together for her that the liar they're talking about is him. And she sees a clip of him sitting at the table the way that Eric Robert was in the videos, saying a bunch... None of it it matters. None of it makes any sense. But basically the gist is that he... For some reason, I honestly I'm not even clear on what the idea is here. He talked, no idea. He convinced James, whatever Eric Roberts' character, to do the shooting, but then shot him yeah, when he did it. Yeah,
1: he's this evil mastermind. He's this evil like Svengali mastermind who like who's like been playing Aurora all this time, and, like he set everything up so he could be the hero to do. What at yeah. the end get for that what out of it?
0: For what possible purpose?
1: <laughs> uh, uh, I I would presume fairly boring missionary sex with this very skinny white woman would be about like. And I'm like, I don't, know, dude. You're a pretty good looking guy. You could probably get you could probably get that for free, man. You probably don't need to do all this stuff. You're not bad looking. A little bit of charm.
0: <laughs> That's something, man. Yeah. So he was in cahoots or something. And then there's a whole flock of clowns that are. T- Williams chasing Aurora around the theater. There's a whole I've flock been, of Scooby-Doo, clowns that like.
1: Scooby Doo needed to show up. Scooby Doo <laughs> needed to show up, man.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of it, French French yeah. farce door work going on. And yeah, then, if Scooby, um,
1: Scooby, and Shaggy and the Mystery Machine had shown up right now it would have been perfectly appropriate.
0: And yeah, there's the clowns. Some of the clowns have, don't, the clowns don't even all have guns. Some have knives. One is an axe. Like it's so in, inconsistent and.
1: Some of them looked like they were lost. They just, like,
0: wandered in to think about yeah. other people wearing clown masks. Is this the Insane Clown Posse concert?
1: Yeah,
0: dude. Is this Juggalo Fest or whatever the fuck that shit pit's called? But, yeah, so he, and rather than shooting Aurora, he says to her, I guess I don't get to be your husband now, and then shoots himself in the head. Again, Again. F- why? Why? For what? <laughs> and then
1: what was, his, what was his end game what was his end
0: game well apparently his end game was just to commit public suicide because we now cut back to the public debate is still happening and everything that's everything that's happened since the second amendment debate like when the porno movie came up everything since then has apparently been a dream because aurora wakes up the meeting is still happening william stands up and in front of everyone shoots himself in the head
1: and the clowns show back up again don't they no
0: Clown i don't think we see clowns again. again
1: okay all right and all the right. movie
0: okay. that's the end of the movie is everybody going oh god william shot himself roll credits <laughs> what the fuck does any of this mean
1: it seems to be like Kate, okay, because i i have listened to a lot of podcasts and pay a lot of attention to like the right-wing media space it seemed like they were trying very calmly to go for the, oh, it's not a problem with guns, it's a problem with mental illness thing. But we have, we have no reason
0: problem. to believe that William was crazy. We are given no well, indication of that other than... And then they go Robert, way out of their way to give Eric Roberts a motive. He was cut out of the I theater of and testified, a, testified against in court by her father to give him yeah. a legitimate motive for doing this that isn't just he's crazy. So that doesn't work.
1: Yeah. He, has a, he has an actual motive to hurt these people, personally. It's not a good motive, but it's a motive.
0: <laughs> Which he couldn't have done if he didn't have access to <laughs> assault weapons. So yeah. this movie goes way out of its way to disprove its own point. And I... Exactly. all uh, <laughs> Okay. Let's get to these credits, because there's a lot going oh, I on. I've the
1: credits. Oh, God. I have, I have Oh, the credits. Oh, so, the credits are the best part of the
0: movie. There's a bunch of credits, but the last three things you'll see in these credits are, in the thanks, the last two, there's like mom and dad, so-and-so, whatever theater, blah, blah, blah. The last two credited people thanked are our Creator, okay, sure, and Shiva oh, the Destructor. Which I assume they mean the god, she, the goddess Shiva. It's
1: spelled wrong. I remember it being spelled wrong. That too. Way, I, had to sign up, I had to sign up for a VPN to get this movie because it's not available in Canada.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> so that's okay. This is bother me. I got a VPN for a month is basically what it comes down to. It. So it's like, you know, I just signed up for a free trial on a VPN. But it's like. I, I'm pretty sure that Shiva was spelled wrong and I think it might be a company somewhere. That's what was my impression that it was like a company, like a special I don't know, like a special effects company or something, but I might be wrong about that. It made no sense.
0: Maybe that could be, but it just, the juxtaposition of Shiva the Destructor right above our creator, as if like we thank, we thank okay. both gods here <laughs> like, was yeah. very funny yeah. to me. Then
1: The and next the idea that, that, that he was a dual-theist
0: Then the next thing you see, and I wrote the entire thing down, this movie is dedicated to all the victims who have been senselessly killed by totally weak scumbags and also to the US Constitution founding fathers for enacting the Second Amendment. Fuck you. Hey, Kendo Vecchio, on the off chance you're listening to this because you have a Google alert or whatever for your bullshit movies, fuck your face. How dare you? How you fucking dare you, you write ghoul, that at the end of this movie?
1: You ghoulish, scumbag piece of shit! You reprehensible, just
0: unbelievable!
1: Being. Yeah, yeah, you reprehensible ghoul to do that! Like, ah. Oh. To name, to name, but like obviously you can tell that the naming of the character Aurora was already bad enough to begin with. But then I'm like, then you see that and you're like, oh no, that was, you did that deliberately. You didn't think, you you thought you were, you were giggling to yourself when you did
0: that. Eric Roberts' shooter character's name is also named James, which was the name of the actual shooter. So, which brings me to the last thing the credits say, which is characters and incidents and names are coincidental and unintentional. No, they fucking aren't. You're copying a real-life event. You've named two of the characters after that event. That's not a coincidence. No,
1: we can't get we can't get sued, no man. Somebody should.
0: That is not a coincidence or unintentional. That is very intentional. And I know that
1: was as purposeful.
0: Ken Vecchio is, if he hasn't been disbarred by now, um, <laughs> is a lawyer and an ex-judge. So you know what? If you want to, su- but have I said anything that's libelous, slanderous? Yes liable no everything i've said is true
1: nope no and 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 my my uh, characterization of him as a soulless fool is merely a personal opinion you are allowed to call people names if you want it's not illegal and i'm in canada <laughs> come after me bro
0: and it's also <laughs> factually accurate uh kendo vecchio if you look at his website for his failed senate attempt which and the website is still up as if it's still happening but this was like 2016 or something or 2018 maybe uh he Takes, he enlisted, and takes great pride in being the quote first Republican to endorse Donald Trump. So, that's who we're dealing with here, amongst all the other things. Yes. So, let me just say one last time, Ken Delvecchio. Hey, pss, fuck you. <laughs> yeah.
1: <So sighs> allow me to raise all of the middle fingers I can possibly raise in your direction, Mr. Delvecchio. <laughs>
0: just yeah. wow
1: Yeah, and as i said you know i i i i once rose to prominence on the internet many years ago as as the as somebody called jkd chick when i was one of the only female um administrators on one of the first major um martial arts anti-martial arts fraud um websites called bullshido and um at one point i did have my life threatened by a ninja as, as a consequence
0: <laughs> so and, kendall vecchio
1: no, he sent a letter to us that quoted false doom from Conan. saying will learn to <laughs> the night. And and my response back was, I'm in Canada, dude. Come at me, bro. <laughs> you crossed the border with intent to hurt me, and I have proof. You're in deep trouble. <laughs> well, and I'm not. Like,
0: I am absolutely not one to fat shame, but I will say this: Ken doesn't look like he could beat me in a foot race. So catch me.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, I can. I can. I you promise, I'm, I'm
0: faster now. than you. I <laughs> promise. Fat yeah. piece of shit.
1: I, whether or not I can outrun him, I can definitely take him. Anyways, <laughs> like, enough of that. Anyways. Before I get. So no, the The, the credits. The thing about the credits I love this is I have never seen such a collection of fake names, false names, and nobody even had the wit to call themselves Alan Smithy.
0: No, because Calamity he is Jane, proud of this shit.
1: Yeah, Calamity Jane has a credit in this movie. There's one of the <laughs> one of the people on the crew. Credits themselves as Calamity Jane. Almost, and there's, if you look at it, if you look at the, at the, at the list, there is at the, at the bottom, a bunch of characters with one name. And these are the, obviously the crowd people, and I'm like, hey, those are all Kickstarter backers. 100%. And a lot of them have the same names, last names, as the other major crews so I'm like, yeah, you just rope, you rope your families into doing this on one, on, like, and if this was shot in more than four days, I would be surprised. Fair. Thursday to Sunday. Fair. When, or, or, or Monday to Friday when the, when it was closed. Like, oh no, we're open on the weekends. We're, we're open on the weekends for a Switchfoot concert. But happy, you could have 500 bucks Monday to Friday. Switchfoot, <laughs> I thought. Good pull. <laughs> yeah. It, All right. Every once in a while.
0: I can't fucking talk about this movie anymore. The worst movie no, I've done appalling. on this show. 100%. Appalling garbage. Yeah, and,
1: and you know what I'm actually proud you, you gave me three great movies in a row and then this which was at least amusing and everyone's at least, well, not amusing it was at least baffling in, in a way that every once in a while I would sit there and have, I'd stop it and go why are, why are these decisions being made like as a filmmaker why I can't and it would put me on like why would I make that decision and I would go off onto like a little five or ten minute thing like why? What would happen in my life that I would make this decision in making a film? I can't figure it out. So least you know, gave me like a couple of hours of like, I don't know, mental exercise.
0: Why is because it was made by a man who his entire body has been filled and taken over by his brain worms, like Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas. If you poke him with a stick, just worms fall out.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's oh yeah, I know, I agree. He's he he is a human. He's is he, he is. Five thousand maggots in a human in a human body. Can't prove. I don't think that's true.
0: It is that time of the show when I press the magic button to find out what next week's movie, chosen completely at random from everything streaming, shall be. It could not be worse. So, it's all downhill from here. Or uphill? I've never understood that.
1: Come on, turn of Wade. phrase Come on, Rofi. Wade
0: Oh, don't even. <laughs> I swear to God. Uh nope. Next week's movie is Okay. Banshee Chapter from Twenty Thirteen, which is a movie that I've meant to watch for a while now. Um now I have the perfect excuse. It's a horror movie. It might be found footage if I remember correctly, but it's about like uh it's like MK Ultra meets Lovecraft stuff. Looks interesting. <laughs> so yeah, Banshee I'm Chapter watching. from twenty thirteen. It is on Tubi just Tubi, which is usually no, no, since I'm not a good VPN, sign. But...
1: since I have the VPN to watch Tubi, maybe I'll watch it
0: myself. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, so that's everybody's homework for next week. Should you choose to accept it, Banshee chapter on Tubi. I, I don't even know what to say. I'm so <laughs> I'm so. You know what? It's my this movie. To, it's, it's,
1: it's my pleasure to come on and do these. And this was an absolutely horrific movie. And it, literally, you can never. You probably have never gonna get. You you have to dig. Through the surface of the earth to get lower than this piece of shit.
0: So I, I you told you I'd before. get you I, I wasn't even trying to like have revenge on you or anything, but just to balance the scales because you've got way luckier than most of my other guests. Oh, the, the, we'll call oh, yeah, it now. We'll, we'll call plotting,
1: it even. <laughs> I am still plotting tendencies. You're not going to wait. Like no, just to let you know. Like I'm just a, I have a long con going. That's all. It's gonna take a while.
0: Where can people <laughs> find you? I, places out there. Twitter.
1: T- yeah, T.G. Shepherd Van on Twitter is, is, is a good place. I have a website, uh, T.G. com, where you can read some of some free nonfiction stuff where I talk about movies, movie fights. So I do a lot of uh, work uh, talking about how fights are staged and, and what makes a good fight in movies. And um, I've got a little bit of fiction up there as well. I've got a Choose Your Own Adventure featuring some Marvel characters that I wrote for a website that folded. It. So it's a fun little thing, though, to read. Yeah.
0: Very cool. I am uh, at Lambert 78 on Twitter. The show is... At that's a random p2 i think that's right that's a random pod no whatever i don't care anymore <laughs> i can't even think straight this fucking movie um the show has an email address that's a random pod at gmail.com if you are kendo vecchio and want to send me anything uh legal documents or things like that throw uh, <laughs> it to me throw it to me <laughs> um
1: he can't
0: do anything to me. I'm in another country. <laughs> yeah. Artwork for the show by Joe Humphrey, who is at Mr. Joe Humphrey on Twitter. Go look at all his other stuff. Great artist. And that'll do for this week. I'm, this, this movie was exhausting. I feel like I need a shower and then a nap. So.
1: I'm going to go see an actual movie now. Yes, yeah, so we'll you're
0: going to go see Eternals and have a great, great time. And wash this Thanks. shit right out of your brain.
1: It's already mostly gone. It's my, <laughs> yeah. Did that happen? Question? I don't remember that. Yeah. Thank
0: thank God I take notes or else it would have just been a blank canvas. Because
1: Very various, various people say words and that's yeah. There's I can't tell what's going on half the time. It would have been my review of this
0: movie. Yep. All right. Yeah, that'll do it this week on behalf of myself and Lisa. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good week.